And the person interviewing me wrote those words down, looked up from his piece of paper and said to me, so do you think we're going to like that? Yeah, I, I do what I do today, Kathy, because of a fourth grade field trip. No credit to me, just me fumbling along with what I knew at the time and the dog being very forgiving of my mistakes. Want to hear something really scary? Make America great again. Admit it, you're visualizing a red baseball hat, aren't you? It's funny and it's just a phrase, a bunch of words put in a sentence that, on the surface, actually means something pretty good. But that's what happens. When a brand gets a hold of a phrase and starts using it, it becomes attached to a brand. It has a meaning. A number of years ago, it actually was just before the 2016 election, I was in Europe and I was at the airport standing in line and there was a guy behind me. He'd been pretty rude to some people and I could see he was wearing a baseball hat and baggy cargo shorts. And of course I could hear he was speaking in English and I saw he had an American passport. And then he turned around and I saw the front of the hat. Make America great again. I found myself really embarrassed. I was watching as the people in line with passports from every country you can imagine were just looking at him and then looking at me. I'd like to say that I acted like a leader in that moment, that I put aside differences and acted like a responsible person, but I didn't. I rolled my eyes and hunkered down and found myself apologizing, though for what I'm not entirely sure. They're just words. But as we know, words can be damaging. Words thrown around, words repeated and repeated with a fist in the air words can hurt and they also can heal. I had an experience the other day taking a drive into Washington DC where I stopped to get some gas and I met an older gentleman and I engaged in conversation with him because he was wearing a baseball hat, a red baseball hat, a red baseball hat that as you can probably guess where I'm going with this said make America great again. Hey there, everybody. I'm Kathy Brooks, your host for Talk Unleashed, the weekly untethered view of what communication can really look like when we're prepared to be radically honest, radically authentic, and radically compassionate, conscious communication. It's what I coach, it's what I do, and each week on the podcast, that's what I get to share. Sometimes just my musings and sometimes in conversation with remarkable human beings. This week, what happens when I look past the words, look past the hat, and actually see the person? So take your hat off, put your feet up, and get comfortable. Because this is Talk Unleashed. His name was Vic. He was walking toward me past the pumps at the rest stop. The first thing I noticed the bright red hat on his head, a familiar one. Make America great again. Now this hat has a lot of significance because it's been given a lot of significance. It has grown to mean a certain thing, a certain belief, a certain mindset, a certain political inclination. And it's one that 
historically, I'd say is probably pretty opposed to mine or in opposition. So I smiled at him. And it was a real smile because I looked beneath the hat and what I saw was the face of somebody who could be somebody's grandpa. Somebody who, were my father still alive, could probably be my dad. So I smiled. And boy, did he look surprised. (laughs) I said, good afternoon. He said, good afternoon. I said, how are you doing today? He said, great. And then he got a perplexed look on his face. And he said, hey, do you know how to get back on to 95 from here? I said, going which way? He said, southbound. So I said, well, I don't know because I'm not from around here. But and I held up my phone. I said, this thing probably does. And I opened up to my map, which was open because I am navigating my way to D.C. And I opened it and I showed him where to go. I said, what's your name? He said, Vic. He said, nice to meet you, Vic. I'm Kathy. And he smiled. He said, thanks. That was really helpful. I said, you're welcome. Drive safely. And as I walked away, I thought to myself, he could be somebody's grandpa, somebody's husband, somebody's brother, somebody's dad. And I'd like to think that were my mom out in public somewhere and needed support, that she'd get that support no matter who that other person was, no matter how the other person voted, no matter how the other person might believe, but that they would see instead a human, a human who needed support. I'm heading into Washington, D.C., not exactly a bastion of unity and togetherness these days. And it's funny because if you've never been to D.C., it is at least down at the core where all the government buildings are and all the monuments and museums, one of the cleanest cities anywhere. Marble buildings, perfectly manicured bushes. There's something very impressive about it. And underneath that exterior is this broiling, broiling cauldron of conflict of people who are so stuck in their positionality. They're not taking a stand for anything. They're taking a position. They're stuck. Jammed up and jammed in and come hell or high water, they're not moving. I don't see myself running for office anytime soon, and I don't see a blanket transformation of the people in office anytime soon. So how do I face the world? How do I face the conflict? What can I do? I can be nice to somebody named Nick who's wearing a hat that indicates we shouldn't like each other, that he's wrong. Just as much as if I was wearing a gay pride t-shirt or a Roe v. Wade t-shirt that he might have the same feelings about me. Instead, I remember that when the national anthem plays, we both stand up because it's the same flag. I remember that when George Washington had his farewell address because I'm kind of wonky and nerdy and love history, that he warned that attachment to a party was a bad thing. He warned us because it would make people forget 
that the allegiance is actually to the country. And I just swept around a turn on the freeway and I see the National Monument in the top of the memorial and the Capitol building. And it's breathtaking. As in, look at that. A sense of awe, a sense of marvel. That's what I want when I think about what it means to be an American, what it means to be a human. The likelihood that Nick is going to be listening to my podcast is pretty slim. Heck, the likelihood that somebody who would wear a Make America Great Again hat, probably also. And that's really a shame. So if you are out there listening, I see you. I recognize you. And I don't care that we disagree. I care that you're a human. Yeah, that's it. We did it again. Another episode of Talk Unleashed. It's so great to have you here. And you know what would be even more great? If you could scoot over to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, maybe even Spotify, and leave a review. Over on Apple, you actually have the chance to say a little bit about the episode. Spotify, just throw some stars on there, hopefully five. It helps us get seen and helps ensure that this conversation and conversations like it keep getting heard by the people who need to hear them. So do us a favor, hop on over and leave a review. And in the category of saying awesome things about awesome people, huge thanks to my producer, John McClain and the team at Monster Sound and Picture. They are just the best. And if you've got ideas or questions or feedback, I read all the email that comes in. So feel free to toss a message to talkunleashed at gmail.com. That's talkunleashed at gmail.com. Let me know what you like, what you don't like, who you want to hear from, all the groovy stuff. And most of all, Thank you. Thank you for listening, for being part of the conversation, and for keeping the conversation going. See you next week. Mm-hmm.